Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Episode 12 time, the Dirty Dozen. Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Let's see if we can pick up your spirits. Here we go. Episode 12 of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Um, the day after, if you will, the meltdown of the Flyers against the Devils, the 5 nothing defeat. So we had Bill Meltzer on yesterday's episode, and we tried to make sense of that 5 nothing loss. And sometimes the day of a game, when it happens, when it's fresh, and the opportunity is missed against, as I've called them now several times, an inferior opponent, um, it's hard to make sense of it in that moment because you're of an irrational mind. You lost to a team that you should have beaten. Not only that, but you lost five to nothing. You also lost five to nothing when you outshot them forty-six to what eighteen or forty-six to sixteen something. You outshot them twenty to three in the third period. They scored three goals. You scored none. You got goose egg by this lowly stinking Devils. I get why you're pissed. I get why it's hard that day to gain some perspective. But today, it is now a day after. We've had a calming zen come over us, like a fountain of water babbling over the edge of a pottery plant. Something. I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, here's the deal. In an 82-game sports season, these kinds of games happened. So what I did was I went and looked for a little perspective to see if the best teams in the NHL have such hiccups. And I looked in particular in the Eastern Conference. It's the Flyers are in the Eastern Conference. The Devils are in the Eastern Conference. I even looked in the Western Conference at the uh, reigning Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues, who, by the way, have lost six games so far this season to teams that are not currently playoff teams. When you look at the St. Louis Louis Blues schedule this year, you'll see some losses on their schedule that you kind of go, Huh? Like, I was getting these tweets from people. And by the way, you can tweet me at Jason Mert, J-A-S-O-N-M-Y-R-T. And I love the interaction that everybody's providing here on Flyers Daily. And coming up for Flyers Fix, a new episode, I'll tell you about that in a bit. But when I look through the schedule of the St. Louis Blues and, and the notion that, well, Stanley Cup teams or legitimate playoff teams don't lose uh, games to teams like the Devils. Well, I got to go BS alarm because that's not true. When I look back through the, the the St. Louis Blues schedule, and mind you, they won the Cup last year. They're the top team in the Pacific Division. They lost to Winnipeg re- twice recently. Winnipeg's not a playoff team, but that's a bad example because Winnipeg's a pretty darn good team anyway, right? All right, so let's look back. Are the Buffalo Sabres a good team? I think they stink. Well, they lost to Buffalo 5-2. to two. They didn't just lose to Buffalo. They got to be pretty good by Buffalo, right? Um, Nashville's not a playoff team right now, but they're on the come. They lost back-to-back games against Nashville earlier this season, but Nashville's a pretty good team, right? Is Anaheim a good team? No. Anaheim, Anaheim sucks. They lost to Anaheim 4-1. to one. Um, I, I look back at their schedule. They lost to Montreal twice in a week span earlier this season. Is Montreal good? They're okay, but they're not a playoff team. All right, so that's enough. So let's go to... okay. St. Louis, good team. They've had some bad losses, six to non-playoff teams. Let's go to the team with the best record in the NHL. That's the Washington Capitals. Because a guy tweeted me today and said, legitimate cup teams and, and legitimate playoff teams don't lose games like that. 
So I said, okay, well, let me kind of just look at that real quick. Well, what I noticed was about three weeks ago, the Washington Capitals, the team with the best record in the NHL, they lost to the New Jersey Devils 5-1. to one. Now, is that 5 nothing? No. But it's not much better. You lost to the Devils. They, and it was at home, by the way, too. So that's kind of an apples-to-apples apples comparison. They lost to the New Jersey Devils 5-1. to one. Okay. The, the Washington Capitals, six losses to teams so far this season that are not currently playoff teams. So, okay, it kind of matches. Um, they look, look, they lost to the New York Rangers earlier this season. No, that's a division game, and it was in New York. Okay, I get it. They lost at home to Montreal earlier this season. They lost a game earlier this season uh, to, to other inferior opponents. It's just the way it is. The league, the NHL for the most part, has got a ton of parity. Anybody can beat anybody on any given night. We use this example when we get to the playoffs and say, hey, if you get into the playoffs, anybody can win. But when you lose to a garbage team in the regular season, you make it seem like that's the biggest thing in the world. Now, it was a missed opportunity at an inopportune time for the Flyers. But again, let me take you deeper. Let's look at the top team in the Atlantic Division of the Eastern Conference, the Boston Bruins. Now, have they lost to any crap teams this year? I'd say it's a pretty safe bet that they have, right? Well, they lost to Montreal. They lost to Detroit 4-2. to two. Detroit any good? No. They're the worst team in the league. That's the team that... The, see, the other thing, too, that people say, well, Flyers play down to all the bad teams. Well, they just played Detroit on Monday, and they, they kicked the tires off them. 3 nothing. They gave up 16 shots in the game against Detroit. Okay. So you came in a little fat and feeling yourself a little bit against the New Jersey Devils. Okay. By the way, the uh, Boston Bruins... Six losses to teams not in the playoffs. They lost to the Los Angeles Kings, as did the Flyers. Problem is, is that Boston lost to the Kings in Boston. Um, did they lose? Oh, they lost to the Devils twice. They also lost 3-2 in a shootout. Okay. So, look, this league is very tight. And I understand you going to go crazy. And in the moment, I understand it. I get it. But the day after, it's time to gain a little perspective. Just because the Flyers lost to the Devils last night doesn't mean they went from being on a 100.5-point pace for the season to being an 89-point team that's not going to make the playoffs. They're still on a 99.5-point pace for the season. You have hiccups in a season. Any team in the NHL can beat any other team. That's my point. All right. Now that I've made my statement there, um, real quick, too, before we get to the standings and uh, the game against the Caps tonight. Um, Flyers Fix, episode two is going to come out this week. Really cool stuff for you guys. Uh, had a nice long sit down with Elaine Vino. I know you're going to love the conversation. I just love when this guy talks. To me, he's James Bond. He's so cool, and he just tells it like it is, and it's a great conversation that you guys will hear. Also, uh, there's going to be a tandem interview with Michael Raffle and Flyers captain Claude Giroux, um, which is going to be really cool as well. So Flyers Fix Episode 2 will be coming out this week. I think it's Wednesday when the next episode comes out. So be sure to check that out and obviously be telling you about that here on Flyers Daily. Keep the tweets coming again uh, as in as well uh, at Jason Mert, J-A-S-O-N-M-Y-R-T. And keep uh, subscribing. 
If you haven't subscribed yet to Flyers Daily or Flyers Fix or everything but hockey with Andrea Helfer, any of the podcasts, prospects, pipeline, any of that stuff, make sure you subscribe to it. And if you like what you hear, even if you don't like what you hear, leave us a rating and review. I don't know why that's important, but everybody tells me it's really important that we get ratings and we get reviews. I guess that makes it more popular and more people find it. Um, but if you could leave a rating and review and subscribe, we would definitely appreciate it. Um, we're having a great time putting this on for you guys every day. And, we're, and I really hope, you know, I'd love to hear from people. I'd re- I really hope that you guys are enjoying it. And if you're not, tell me what you're not enjoying. If you are enjoying, tell me what you are. Tell me what you want more of. Tell me what you want less of. This is the early stages of this thing, so it's a big lump of clay that we're going to try and mold into something really cool. All right, the uh, Friday night, what happened in the NHL. Um, so not a busy night in the NHL. Fridays never really are, but uh, on Friday, the the Wild and the Stars, that the game doesn't matter to us, the Maple Leafs did get an overtime victory over the Ducks in Toronto. Uh, John Tavares had two goals in the game, and the Wings, or rather the, the Maple Leafs, get the two points. Now, what did that do? That jumped them up in the standings and moved them up to the third spot in the Atlantic Division. And what that did was it bumped the Florida Panthers back out of the top eight in the Eastern Conference. They're actually one point back of the Flyers, but have one game in hand. They have 64 points. Flyers have 65. So that's one game that took place on this uh, on Friday night that uh, had a little bit of consequence in the standings. The Sabres and the, and the Rangers played. 3-2 Sabres win. Not really a big deal. Uh, but the Blue Jackets did play. I mean, this unbelievable. Elvis Morzlikens, 16 saves shutout. Um I mean, I got to look at his numbers. It is stunning what this guy has done. I mean, he has kind of wedged his way right in to the to the Calder conversation out of the blue. He's played in 23 games. He started 21. He's got a record of 11-6-4. Now, if you look at that, you go, okay, 11-6-4, is that really that impressive? Well, it's really 11-10 because there's 10 total losses. Um, but he does have a 230 save percentage and a 929, or excuse me, a 230 goals against average and a 929 save percentage and four shutouts. And the shutouts have just come all like kind of recently here. Before tonight, the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets were on an 18-2-5 run. And they get a win tonight, so make that 19-2-5 in their last 26. I mean, these are just unbelievable what they are doing. Can they sustain it? I don't think so, but who the hell am I at this point to even kind of figure that out? Yeah, so Merzlikens, the shutout tonight, or the other night against Florida, he got the shutout tonight. He got one on Tuesday against Florida. That was a one nothing overtime shootout. Bob had 44 saves in that in the loss. Uh, he also got a shutout on the 18th of uh, January against the New Jersey Devils, 5 nothing. He also shut out the Boston Bruins and the Vegas Knights in back-to-back games. Man, this kid is playing unbelievable. He's a great personality. He's not that much, he's not that young, actually. He's 25 years old. Uh, but Columbus got the win tonight, and what did that do for Columbus in the standings? Well, it jumped them right back up to the third spot in the Metropolitan Division. So here's how it's laid out right now. The Atlantic Division, Boston still at the top with 78 points. Tampa with 73. Toronto with 65. The Metro is the Caps with 77. Penguins with 71. Columbus with 69. Wild card number one being held down by the New York Islanders right now with 68 points. Wild card number two being held down by the Carolina Hurricanes with 65 points. Flyers tied with the Canes with 65 points. Each have played 54 games. 
but the win category right now has the Hurricanes on top of the Flyers in the standings. So uh, Carolina's in the midst of this three-game road trip, tough road trip, but they had a good come-from-behind victory last night in Arizona, or, or rather on Thursday night in Arizona. So we'll see if they can keep it going. I think they're back in action, I want to say Saturday in Vegas. Yeah, Saturday night in Las Vegas, and then Tuesday in Dallas before returning home to take on New Jersey and Edmonton. Uh, so still a little bit of meat left on that three-game road trip for Carolina. Flyers in action tonight coming up against the Washington Capitals. Flyers beat the Caps coming off that West Coast trip, and we'll see if they're able to uh, uh, get another win here over the Caps. You know, the Flyers played really well against these top teams in the NHL, and they're going to need to do it again. And a couple things to look out for is a practice today, and I don't know if Shane Gossesberg got hurt at the end of practice or it was just frustration. They were working on some one-timers and some uh, shots from the point, and it seemed like he fumbled the puck. I, I, I don't know if it was frustration through the stick into the – into. Uh, out of the rink, let's put it that way, into a banner uh, really high up on the side of the rink and went off. I wasn't sure if he was hurt or if he was just angry, but nonetheless, we'll see if he's back in the lineup. He got in uh, in that last game on Thursday, the loss to the New Jersey Devils. Um, I would imagine he does stay in. Maybe Phil Myers comes out and Robert Hag goes back in. We'll see how that plays out. Plus the availability of Carter Hart. We'll see what that means. Morgan Frost also called back up. Uh, Joel Farabee did not practice yesterday, so we'll see if he's available for the game against the Caps as well. You'd love to get him back. He was playing so well uh, on that line with Sean Couturier and Jake Voracek. Um, so Washington tonight, Florida coming up on Monday back home. Then the Flyers with their own three-game road trip. Isles, Panthers, Lightning. Oof. And then a home-and-home home with Columbus. Strap in, everybody. This is getting real serious, and it's real serious right now. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to Flyers Daily. We'll check you out tomorrow because we do this every day. That's what we do. In the meantime, enjoy the Flyers-Caps game tonight, and enjoy your hockey, everyone.